0: Welcome to our Monday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 15. The Psalm begins with a question about who is fit to enter into God's presence. So in verse 1, O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? At the heart of the question is this. How can man approach God with acceptance? How can man have fellowship with God? In verse 1, the psalmist uses two images to indicate what he means when he asks the question. The images are tent and holy hill. The tent was the place where the people of Israel worshipped God as they travelled on their journey to the promised land. And then in the promised land, it was the centre of worship for Israel until the temple was built. It was the dwelling place of God. The holy hill is a reference to Jerusalem, which stands on Mount Zion. It was there that the temple was built and it was then there that God dwelt with his people. So both these images, which speak of the earthly resident of God, point to the same thing. Who can come into the presence of God? Who can have communion with God? Who can have fellowship with God? Who can have acceptance with God? And the answer to that question is those who fulfil the criteria spelt out in the rest of the psalm. So what is the criteria? Well, firstly, in verse two, there are some conditions. Acceptance with God comes when he walks blamelessly, does what is right, and speaks truth in his heart. And secondly, in verses three to five, there are some prohibitions. Acceptance with God is when he doesn't harm his neighbor, in verse three, Doesn't have wrong friends and so a wrong lifestyle, in verse 4. Doesn't break promises, in verse 4. And doesn't behave financially improperly, at the end of verse 4 and 5. So the answer to the question, who could have acceptance with God, is those who perfectly fulfill all the criteria laid down in these verses. And at this point, there is a big whoops because that's me ruled out and everybody else. For we are all sinful and we all fall short of God's laws. One man alone has fulfilled this criteria perfectly. Jesus Christ, he measures up to all the criteria when by faith in him he is our saviour not only does god graciously remove our guilt before him because of his death on the cross but god also reckons us as perfectly fulfilling all the criteria laid down in this psalm because he reckons jesus christ's righteousness as ours you see united to jesus christ by faith means we enjoy the benefits of his righteousness which is acceptance before God. And as wonderful as that is, God does not stop there, for he immediately begins a transformation in us that will mean that in some measure there is in us that holiness, that righteousness, those holy characteristics that are listed in the verses of Psalm 15. And this is a process that is worked in us by God the Holy Spirit. As C.H. Spurgeon said, in perfection this holiness is found only in the man of sorrows, but in a measure it is wrought in all his people by the Holy Spirit. So what are the characteristics that should be being reflected in our life? Well, in verse two, a commitment to holy living. In verse 3, not hurting our neighbour, and so having a positive witness in our community, in society. In verse 4, not having the wrong friends, but being close to those who fear the Lord, and so therefore having the right moral and ethical influences on our life. And at the end of verse 4 and verse 5, having personal integrity not breaking promises, not behaving financially improperly. The Psalm finishes by telling us the consequences of those who live in this right way. He who does these things shall never be moved. There will be stability in their lives. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 16.